With a a pretty big development today in Illinois government, one of the uh, top leaders in the Illinois General Assembly, a guy who has really uh, made his mark on the state during his time in the legislature, announcing today that he will not run for re-election next year. He'll finish out his current term, and then he will be stepping aside for the next generation of leader. He is the Illinois House Majority Leader, Democrat Greg Harris, and he joins us live this afternoon. Leader Harris, thanks for taking the time. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, it is a big announcement today. So why have you made this decision not to seek another term in the General Assembly, and, and why at this time particularly? Well, yeah, every two years when we run, we always reevaluate, should we another time or is it time to move on and this year um, after 15 years i've decided it's time for me to move on i will serve out my uh, current term so that will be 16 years in the general assembly uh, and i think i've accomplished a lot of things i came to do so i'm very i'm very proud of those uh, the now is simply because petitions for uh the election uh, go out in January, and I want to be sure that in my community, anyone who has an interest in running for this seat has plenty of time to prepare and uh, get petitions, get their names on the ballot. I guess I'm, I'm asking now because it seems, and we see this especially at, at the congressional level, when people start to feel like their party's prospects are changing or their ability to really govern and make an impact might start to be receding because of shifting political tides, sometimes you'll start to see an exodus. Uh, is there anything going on as you look ahead to 2022 where you think that uh, being in the, the General Assembly in 2023 and beyond may not be as uh, effective, as meaningful, as uh, uh, productive as, as you feel it has been for the past 15 years? Uh, well, pretty much the opposite, especially if you look at the last two years where you know, our state is really on the rebound. Uh, we have brought ourselves back to fiscal stability. We paid down $3 billion in debt. We've reduced our unpaid bills from $17 billion to under two. Uh, we closed corporate tax loopholes so that uh, the, the wealthiest corporations have to pay their fair share. We're addressing COVID. Uh, all of this being done by a Democrat House with Speaker Chris Welch, by a Democrat Senate, and uh, J.B. Pritzker as our governor. So I think the prospects for our state are looking good. You know, we will continue to work on health care. We'll continue to work on the climate. We'll continue to work on infrastructure. Uh, among uh, the, the many things in your legacy is the fact that you became the uh, the first openly gay legislator to serve in a legislative leadership position. And perhaps the most remarkable thing about that now is that it doesn't seem remarkable at all in the year 2021. But it was a pretty big deal at the time, uh, as have been a, a lot of the milestones uh, reached for the LGBTQ community in this state over that period of time. Take us back to, to the beginning, your entry into the General Assembly Compared to where we are now, did, did you envision the kind of progress that's been made over the last 15 years? No, I didn't, uh, to be honest. You know, I, I hoped we'd be making progress, but you know, I, I didn't really think that LGBTQ people would see the kind of progress that's happened. And I think it did happen because at you know, every level of life, uh, you know, people stood up. They made sure their voices were heard. Um, they talk to their friends and their neighbors and their coworkers and people they worship with about their families and their lives. And uh, 
broader community acceptance came along with that as folks realized, you know, these, these are families just like ours and they want to be happy and safe and raise their kids and, you know, uh, have a good life. You sponsored marriage equality in the Illinois General Assembly, and Illinois uh, came in uh, ahead of the nation in that regard. You have pushed efforts uh, for rights for transgender individuals in the arena of adoption and many others like this. But how how secure do you feel are those advancements when we look at what's happening at the federal level, what may happen in Congress in the next couple of years, the U.S. Supreme Court, and even obviously, again, with uh, some of the folks uh, who are running for higher office here in Illinois and some of the positions they've taken, how secure should people feel about the advancements that have been made, specifically in the area of LGBTQ rights? I I think you should never take your rights for granted. And I think people should be vigilant. I think they should be organized. I think they should be getting themselves and their friends and their family and their coworkers and people in their church or mosque or synagogue out to vote and stand up for the values we believe in, because we have seen that these things can disappear. And you're looking right now at a Supreme Court in Washington where they may not honor precedent. Um, We'll we'll see that with the case starting this Wednesday. I think when the Supreme Court decided Obergfell and Windsor, the national same-sex marriage cases, people thought, okay, well, that is now done. That is sealed, and uh, they will never go back. Now you're seeing signs that um, the court thinks maybe they can go back on some of these issues. And that's why I'm really glad that Illinois has enacted these things into state law, so at least in our state, We've protected our families. Talking with Illinois House Majority Leader Greg Harris announcing today that he will serve out his current term but will not run for re-election next year and will not be in the General Assembly come 2023. Now, in addition to some of the things we've talked about, you are also known as one of the leading budget experts in the General Assembly, have been a lead budget negotiator for years, and you've talked about some of the progress that's been made, particularly in the last couple of years. We clearly still have a long way to go, particularly in the area of pension. So uh, what, what's your message to your successor and to the next General Assembly and even for the uh, the session that will convene in January? What are the things Illinois still needs to do to really get on sound fiscal footing and to prepare ourselves for whatever may come our way in the future? I, I think we need to you know, continue to monitor our spending. We need to continue to monitor COVID. I think that's going to be now, what, what's going to happen with COVID is going to be a uh, huge driver, regardless of how carefully we plan. You know, we're seeing now with this new Omicron variant that, you know, hopefully this will turn out not to be a big deal, but it could also turn into something that could, you know, throw us for a loop. Um, it'll have impact on businesses, on uh, state revenue. So we got to stay vigilant and we've got to... Um, keep up with it with our key responsibilities and you know i hope things go well and i hope things go well going forward and we have to continue to have the kind of you know fiscal diligence we've shown in the last couple of years with you know governor pritzker of you know paying our debts you know lowering our interest you know just by paying our off our bills we're going to save probably 120 million dollars in interest uh, next year that can actually go into things like schools and senior uh, services and child care instead of going off to you know pay interest on debt and those are all good things we need to start a rainy day fund and then replenish it so that if, if an emergency does come along the state has some reserves to pull back on and on pensions you know i think the supreme court has made it real clear 
our duty is to pay our obligations. And I, I think we're you know, somewhere on that pension arc now where in you know just a couple of years, that number will start coming down. We've been doing the things we're supposed to do. You talked about monitoring spending, and that's the the biggest complaint we hear from Republicans about the the Democratic-controlled General Assembly, is they say that you don't monitor spending. There's new spending every year. There's new programs. Uh, The total state budget just continues to grow. Uh, Are we, in fact, spending too much? Do we need to scale back the overall dollars the state expends every year, put more of that into pensions, or uh, even to lower the tax rates for uh, families and, and businesses? around the state we have been paying our required pension uh, obligations and, and that's very good you know remember in in years past uh other governors said well we're just going to balance the budget by not making those payments and that's what got us into the trouble we're in now with the pension backlog you know we've got to be responsible and we've got to pay our bills and we can't push them off on future generations and i think Right now, we're also being very responsible in you know, the, the revenue that we're spending is coming from closing loopholes on corporations which have managed to avoid paying their fair, fair share of taxes like the rest of us. And, and now, especially when we need more support, we should not be letting the people who are making the most off this society avoid their responsibilities for paying their fair share. Well, when you look back at your legislative career, the issues we talked about, maybe some we haven't touched on yet, what do you see as your your proudest moment, your finest achievement uh, during that 15 years in the General Assembly? Uh, the day we made uh, marriage equality the law of the land in Illinois. I just remember you know, when, when uh, that bill got signed by Governor Quinn and we filled uh, an amphitheater at the University of Illinois with thousands of people who were just so joyous for, you know, what an important milestone that was. What's next for you? Uh, do you just go quietly into that good night, kick back, relax? What uh, what happens after uh, the, the 2022 election? Well, let's just one day at a time. Right now we're getting through today, and I've really not thought through, you know, what are next steps. I've got a year to think about that. The Illinois House Majority Leader Greg Harris again announcing today he will not be running for re-election next year, but we certainly do appreciate your time on this uh, momentous day. I know you've had a lot of folks reaching out to you, so thank you for taking some time to talk to us here today. We appreciate it. It was great. Thank you.